is oh yeah we're off all right here we go podcast what's the jam what's going what's what's uh hello there how's it going podcast pads there but you know we plow man you dig deep you're off to a start you run a race you're in a hundred meter sprint you'll say i'm gonna win this one swear to god i'm gonna win this one and then you hear the three two one gun goes off and you slip and you fall face first into mud and you're off to a bad start and you say no i'll still win but you won't but you can at least lie to yourself and that's what we're going to do here now it's a bad start my face is in the mud i'm on the ground there's a lot of grass around me people are looking at me like ah is he drunk is he drunk why did he fall over when he started the race he made the final of the 100 meter sprint and now he's after falling over what's happened to him and i'll say no and i'll get up and I'll run for dear life. And um, that's the start. That's how we chose to start today's podcast. <laughs> is it a good one? No. Let's be honest. But this is it. 160 random podcast. 3rd of June. June 3rd, 2020. Um, talking about 100 meter sprints with me, Mark Hayes. The gibbering monotone. Do I have a monotone? I can't tell if I have a monotone or if my voice just goes up and down. But like in loudness, not in dancing form. No lilt. Maybe I have a lilt. Who knows? You can, dear listener, f- write in. We don't accept phone calls here and we don't accept anything else. Just written letters. I won't read your uh, feedback unless it's on a written letter and it smells of perfume and there's a lipstick kiss to seal the envelope. If it's not like that, then get the fuck away. Right, this isn't peasant town. This is the princes and princesses. <laughs> Imagine wanting to be a prince and a princess. That's that's my new goal. Jesus, I was wondering all my life. I've just been drifting through life, drifting away. Didn't know what what do I want? What comedian? What what is it? What is it? Sex port? <laughs> Sex port? No, it was to be a prince. And now I'm just out there looking for my princess. It's my new life now. There's nothing else really. There's not life. It's, it's been a quiet week around the world. You know yourself. Life has been. I've just been thinking about hundred meter sprints. I remember back in Ireland, we used to do like what's it called, the school city games, and it was the best people at athletics. It was like the Olympics. So who's the fastest runner? The long jump. I can't remember what else they do. Maybe the high jump. Wasn't good at the high jump. I'd flap a lot. Like in bed, I'd flap a lot. A cheap joke, and you know we're here to make the cheap jokes. AC just turned on in my apartment, so now I gotta speak louder. Can you even hear it? I don't know. I got a new AC system. It's slightly louder than the old one. Those dirty whores, they installed in a louder system. I got done, and what are you gonna do? Nothing. You're gonna sit and take it. Uh, but they did the city sports back in Ireland, and we'd have to sprint. I remember I was on every year. My best friend at the time, Derek Payton, Patsy Payton, Dino Payton, <laughs> one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Um, he would win the sprints every year, <laughs> and the top three qualified. And every year I'd come fourth almost, and I never made it. And it broke my broke my heart, and that's why I'm in LA. I'm in LA now. That you know, you need some rejection in life. It'll trigger you. It'll spur you on. So the fact that I was never quite fast enough. Derek used to go and he'd just win. He'd come back to the school with a lot of medals. Gold. Gold and silver up and down his arm. Like a little fucker down at the market selling you gold and silver chains. That was Derek. 
the fastest man in school. And he was a man. The rest of us were boys. He was a man from the age of nine. Hairy chest. <laughs> it's hilarious how, how early in life he was a man and the rest of us weren't. The women loved him. He used to get the hottest women. <laughs> he was the best at soccer. He was good at swimming too, I think. He was the ultimate athlete. And then everyone else started growing taller. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Derek stopped growing. He was a man and then he became a short man. <laughs> I don't know if he listens. On the off chance he listens, Derek, uh, you know you're the soundest man alive. So good work. <laughs> that was funny though. He had the world at his feet. I remember we played soccer and the opposition manager would come in. And he'd be like, where's number seven? Where's number seven? And Derek would be sitting there after scoring four goals and we won 4-3. And the opposition manager would be like, you're going to go fair. You're gonna, you're the best player I've ever seen in my life. And that was before we all started growing. Derek stuck stuck in there. Stuck in there. He's, he's Personality-wise, he's seven foot tall. But physically, he's probably five, five eight. Nah. Is that too high? Derek, if you're listening, write a letter. I won't answer to your texts, your messages. They don't work, Derek. Everyone now wants to know, how tall is Derek Payton? (laughs) And that's a question for us all, you know. How tall is Derek Payton? Um, If anyone has the answer, could they hit me up? (laughs) Because I want to know. He used to get, I remember his, his girlfriend on and off at the time. Ah, she was unreal. And then we all started. <laughs> I remember people who used to play soccer used to ask me how I got tall and they didn't. And I used to, oh yeah, Derek, I sabotaged Derek by mistake. I didn't even know. I used to eat a lot of bread. I had a good metabolism. I'd be eating bread all day. My pockets, I'd, I'd get a slice of bread. I'd take off the crusts. I'd eat the crusts. And then I'd take the main portion of the bread, the white doughy bread, and I'd roll it up. And I'd stick it in my pocket. And I'd do that with a few slices of bread. And I'd go out there into the world with a little orange juice, Capri Sun. And I'd be just be living life. People be eating chocolate bars. I'd be eating bread rolls out of my pocket. Like a little fucking itinerant. Like a poor person. But I had the other stuff. I just didn't want it. All I wanted was bread. Give me that dough, baby. Give me that gluten allergy. Feed me. Feed me. Fuck me up, bread. Go on. Fuck me up. And I'd eat bread and bread. And people ask me how he... Sometimes I'd have a sausage. <laughs> what the fuck was I doing? It's like a peasant. I'd have a sausage, a couple of sausages. <laughs> I'd have sausages in kitchen paper. I'd have bread roll up in my pocket. <laughs> I'd just be out there, Capri Sun in my hand. We're all just hanging around, playing soccer, standing against the wall, wondering where the women are. And I'd whip out a bit of bread and I'd put a sausage <laughs> in it. And I'd eat it. And you know... I can't tell if this is good good content for the podcast, but I remember the day as well. Just eating bread, and I told my buddies, they're like, What's, what do you do? And I was like, they're like, you must be doing something. And I said, you know, I do eat a lot of bread. And they said, bread? I said, I do eat a lot of bread. I repeated myself. I remember I <laughs> repeated myself. Derek was hard of hearing. But I repeated myself, and I said, I do enjoy bread. And he said, okay. And then him and another friend, David, they both started eating a lot of bread. And David didn't get fat, but Derek definitely. The bridge. <laughs> the bridge. 
the bread showed on Derek. Let's just say that the bread took hold. The bread took hold of us all at one point. I just I grew tall, so it was spread out around my body, but it took hold of Derek and it slowed down his uh, sporting career. And I suppose he's he could blame me for it. <laughs> we used to hang out all the time, just two of us, confused why <laughs> we weren't getting women. There was nowhere to go. We'd have, again, you'd be home by eight or nine or ten every night. It's tough when you're in the fucking 14 to 16 year old range. Maybe 13 to 16 before you can go to pubs out and about. Probably two of us were grounded a lot. Tough times. Tough times and Derek bread took hold of Derek and, you know, it took hold of my stomach too. Probably have gluten allergies, but I'm too proud to ever go checked out for gluten allergies, even though I feel like I carry stress in my stomach. I only realized recently that was a thing. You're kind of stressed in your stomach. That's me, people. Stomach of stress. No wonder. No wonder I've an eight pack. A lot of you are saying in your minds, not out loud, because I won't hear you. But in your minds, you're saying, no wonder he's got an eight pack. He's got that stomach stress bread issue going on. And you'd be right. You know, you'd think you're wrong. I'm here to say you're right. That's how the stomach is looking. Superb, stunning, stunning stomach. A lot of people come up to me in the street and they'd be like, "You look stunning with your stomach." And I'll say it's actually an eight pack and they say, I take it back. Stomach sounds like you're you're a bit tubby. That's one compliment that people give me a lot. They're like, Oh, I didn't realise I didn't realise you weren't fat. <laughs> oh when I saw you, no, I just thought you were chubby or tubby or one of those obby words. You know the obby. And I'll be like, What's the obby? And they're like, You look like the obby and I'm like, Ah sure, you're too kind calling me the obby. Sure, I'm part of the, the hobbies. And then you take the top off and they're like, oh, that's surprising. I, I didn't I didn't realize you worked out. I did not. <laughs> that's a great thing. People don't realize you work out and you're like, okay, cool. Luckily, I'm doing it for myself, but deep down, I'm probably doing it for others. Doing it for others so that when you take off your top, they can be like, oh, that's not too shabby. But unfortunately, with clothes on, I look fat. And you know, we all have our struggles. And in this week... A slow week around the world. I was like, I was wondering how like I can get away with gibbering and not talking about current affairs, because that's all that I've been talking about to people. And uh, it's been ten minutes. We've done fair. We talked about Derek. We talked about uh, stomach stomach stress, eating bread. If you're out there and you're wondering, eat bread, double down, make a bread sandwich with you put toast. Toast on one side, a bit of bread in the middle, a bit of um, potatoes, and a bit of chips, and a bit of crisps, and a bit of butter, and you're good to go. Jesus, what a sandwich. And a cup of tea. Ah, oh, get off. Get off the bus. Jesus. You'll be you'll be turned on mentally, physically for weeks. You'll be the... You're eating that many potato farms of potato? <laughs> you'll be a full potato. You'll be potato daddy. <laughs> the potato daddy. A girl one time called me Potato Daddy. <laughs> she was like, anything you want, Potato Daddy. And honest to God, never in my life have I been so turned on. <laughs> and you think it's a stupid thing, which it is. But then when it's said to you, you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> I love when you get in a dumb situation with a girl. She's like, Potato Daddy. And I was like, oh, I'll butter those butter those buns of your 
<laughs> and then you're just like, Christ, if anyone saw this, if anyone outside of this conversation saw this, calling her potato daddy, oh, give me, a, give me a taste off those potato breasts. And that's what you want, you know, that's high level eroticism. Give me a taste off those potato breasts. Did I say potato pussy at some point in my life? I'm sure I did. I'm sure. Yes, I did. <laughs> Give us a taste of that potato pussy. Sounds even more said out loud. Jeez, the cringe, the shivers that went through my body. Brutal. But that's, you know me, potato daddy. <laughs> you know, you can't go too wrong. If You know, your life could be, your, you, you could be having, I was wondering last week, I was getting ads for jorts. And I thought, I can't get much worse than jorts. Um, but then last week I got ads for pickles. And it was a dude, it was a video. And I got an ad on Instagram and his video was, what is the best pickle? And he went through a few pickles, but he picked one pickle in particular. He picked a pickle, you know, it's a tough one to do. <laughs> it's tough to say, but tougher to do. What is your favorite pickle? And the fucker picked it. And um, I, my life hit at a low point because these were the ads I was being served. People at Instagram, Facebook, whatever, people online, they were like, this is what this guy's into. He's into jean shorts and pickles. And... um. You know, that says a lot about me. <laughs> that's uh, that's where I am now. I'm in the pickle land. And I almost deleted my Instagram account because I said I'll start again. I'll try my new life. I got to get out of this old, whatever this rot I'm in. Whatever the rot potato daddy's in, you know, potato daddy's out there and he's just looking for some buttery buns. <laughs> Are you looking for some buttery buns? If so, let me uh, butter them up. Jesus, it's it's unreal when you take the context. Like it's tough enough seeing a joke. Sometimes you're like, oh, you need the context. Doing dirty talk without the context, or in a different situation, you're just like, oh my god, what the potato daddy, buttery buns? Would you like me to butter up those buns? Holy Christ! Imagine your parents heard that. Your local priest, you're down at church. Imagine you were texting someone and being like, let me taste that potato pussy and you send it to the wrong person. Let me taste that potato pussy, you little slut. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, dear God, why did I send that to my to my landlord's wife? <laughs> why even do I have my landlord's wife's number? My old landlord's wife used to say some fucking shit. She's like, I'll go... I'll go fuck that Irishman. <laughs> they used to have fights. And she used to threaten him with fucking me. And I'd just be sitting in the, in the, in the abode next door. Because my place, the apartment was off their house. I'll fucking go and fuck the next guy. I'll see. I'll fuck that Irish guy. I'll go around and ask for fucking milk or sugar. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there watching Seinfeld being like, ah, shit, is he going to come through the door and shoot me dead? because <laughs> his wife is threatening to fuck me as payback payback for what i don't know he'd always be getting some fights unreal fights non-stop and she'd be like i don't even like you and he'd be like you're a fucking you're a whore i hate you and she's like you don't you love me and he'd be like i do love you <laughs> he'd start crying and then he'd buy, he'd say stuff like, I'll get you a servant, I'll get you, he got her a servant. 
He used the word servant too. But he got her a servant <laughs> as a way to make her stay. And then they had a child. So, you know, fellas, if you're out there listening, you're wondering, how do I make my my wife, my fiance, my girlfriend, who hates me? We don't get on. We're not compatible. We fight all the time. We go around threatening poor Marquez to fuck him as to come between the two of you. I'll fuck the Irishman. Please don't. Please don't. Um, if you're wondering, how do I save all this marriage, then, you know, get her a servant <laughs> it's that easy take the bullet and something else sell your car whatever you need to do get her a servant and that's some sage advice from P- from Pieto Daddy <laughs> that's the new name that's a Pieto Daddy is already uh, mole is already transforming evolving into Pieto Daddy hello my name is Pieto Daddy <laughs> At least I'm finding it's funny. You know, dear listener, you're out there now and you're like, what's happening in the world? It's falling apart. Um, and I agree, it's all gone, it's all, it's all gone fucking weird. The riots are happening in LA. Although those peaceful, it's all protests are, have been all grand until the cops show up. And then they go fucking aggressive and mental and start firing rubber bullets and fucking tear gassing people and then people are fucking freaking out and then the riots start so you know it's weird in america this is so strange to me but now i realize and this is what american black americans must have realized black people probably around the world but especially in america like stay safe means in america means stay away from the police that's fucking nuts the people that are meant to be protecting you they're the ones that are gonna fucking kill you for no reason um, that's crazy but I suppose the police brutality now that everyone's seen American black Americans can be like oh yeah this is what this is what happens to us all the time you feel that tension you feel that fucking uncertainty that's what happens to us all the time white American fellas white American gals and guys and everything else it's crazy though, driving down Sunset and it's all boarded up. It's like, where the fuck is this? It's so weird. It's like, have you ever been grounded and then you get grounded again straight away? That happened to me once. I got caught boozing and then I got caught stealing money off a charity. Look, I'm not proud of these things. <laughs> Actually, it was the other way. I think it was the charity first and then boozing. And I literally was my fucking jail time my punishment the grounding at home had just finished and i got grounded straight away again and that's what i felt like uh with the fucking the lockdown corona the curfew places it was weird on friday they just announced in west hollywood that the bars were opening back up and then the next day they're like we're closing again the protests it's sneaky how they say the riots and it's the police that i'm gonna say the police are rioting the police are rioting they're going around shooting fucking people it's so weird it's so fucking strange to see especially i don't even watch the news but clips i do it's all like ah, oh, these people are rioting and it's like the police are starting it now i get all the hip-hop songs now you see your eyes would be open it's crazy too. People are like fucking. Um, 
if you say Black Lives Matter, and people getting upset, and they'll be like, "All oh, lives matter." Those people, I do. They remind me of my uncle Tony, and he was a cunt. So you know, stop being a cunt. Stop feeling the need to show your racism, because that's all it is. It's fucking, you've been racist. All lives matter. Yeah, we know. The whole point is that Black Lives Matter too. You fuck. <laughs> like, stop being so dumb. You want to fucking explain it, but also you want to be like, Jesus. You should be able to figure this out. You should be able to do some work yourself, you know. You can't be given a fucking high five for figuring out basic fucking human shit. And then be like, oh, I'm kind of changed, but really a racist. Anyone that, people are calling me, I, I did a post about Uncle Tony being a cunt. And people will be like, yeah, you fucking take the red pill, you bitch, you cock, you fucking virtue signaling. And it's like, what are you on about? You're showing support for people fucking getting killed all the time, and that's being a cock. If your wife is tasty, I'll fuck her for you. If you can't do it, if you can't do it, hit me up. I'll pump your wife as long as she's not racist too. That's a good way too to stop. Enabling these fuckers, I'd say, if everyone should stop pumping racists, stop having sex with them. They'll get very upset. And if you do get upset about that, then you're a racist. You don't realize that if someone was to say, stop having sex with racism. And then they're like, wait, no, 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 no. No, not that. And you'd be like, oh, shit, this guy. <laughs> racists are unreal at outing themselves. They'll fucking out themselves in the flesh. Hang on a minute. All lives matter Here's the thing, if you said Black Lives Matter too, would the same fucking idiots respond? Yeah, but all lives matter too as well. <laughs> Jesus, they're dumb. And I don't mind calling them dumb because they're fucking dumb. You just have to start calling them out as dumb fox. Just stop having racists with dumb or stop having sex with dumb racists. Let them figure it out. Why is no one fucking me? Because you're racist. I saw a girl, I was fascinated with a girl too. Jesus, people in LA are very, very up their own ass, stupid, fucking vapid, dumb, whatever you want to call it. Um, like, I saw a girl, people, I've seen many people, and they'll be like, don't forget to vote. And then it'll be like, for me and Maxim's Cover Girl 2020, don't forget to vote for me. And this is. Like yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember. The height of the fucking shit happening. Riots, protests, police fucking shooting at people, fires, everything, Trump doing his fucking Trump shit. And this one girl posted a picture and she posted a picture of her after a fucking face peel. And it was like peeling off her face. But her caption was like, uh, I guess this is what happens when you go for a walk in LA. Isn't it time we stop the protests? And then she like, hashtag Black Lives Matter, Blackout Tuesday, all that stuff. George Floyd, uh, hashtag Maxim, cover girl. And then she literally said, don't forget to vote for me in cover girl 2020, Maxim. And people went down on her. They were like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop being a dumb fuck. And then she was like, what are you on about? I, this was a, just her level of lies. It was almost admirable how fucking 
thick stupors and just digging in she went she was like i don't know what you're on about I, I i don't know what these hashtags mean i never watched the news i don't go outside the door i didn't mean it was to do the protest it was a face mask i was just bored i'm pregnant are you pregnant no i'm not pregnant her lies went deep she kept changing it she was like you're just trying to mur i never said murder anyone now you're going to murder me i'm going to kill myself i'm only joking i'm not going to kill myself she edited and edited and edited this caption instead of just saying sorry it's stupid i'm dumb um she just dug in and the worst part was still dudes were going ah oh, you look great you're so sexy don't mind them that's why jesus men are as dumb so dumb I wonder how many men yesterday when people were posting the blackout pictures, just a picture of a black thing on Facebook, on Instagram. How many men still hit up women saying, you look lovely in that blackout picture. <laughs> I'd still have sex with you. Hey, baby. But this girl, what was her name? Olivia something? What a fucking moron. Jesus, what a moron. She started saying, oh, this is a, I have a program from it sets it up five weeks in advance so i didn't even know this was posting today <laughs> it was just insanity and eventually she deleted it and then she posted a fucking in uh, interview with herself someone did an interview and she 100 percent wrote the whole thing herself she is a brave woman and she's been through a lot in life but she gets back up and that's the kind of girl that has made her a, a success she sold her company for a million dollars and now she's a model and an actress she auditioned for a role once. She's the next best thing. Make sure to keep your eye out for Olivia. Like you couldn't have picked a more. I've written this article myself than that. And I admire. You ha I I I almost admire someone who's that much of a cunt. <laughs> That's a top level. That's a top tier cunt. It's like Uncle Tony with his all lives matter bullshit. Fucking top tier cunts, you know. If you're listening to this and you relate to either the girl or Uncle Tony, all lives matter. You're a top tier cunt. Um, you're racist fucker. I love when people are like, oh, you know, you don't want to call people out. You lose fans. Why would you want a fan to be a dumb? If someone's a dumb racist fuck, they're, they're not going to like me. <laughs> they're not going to like sex poems, comedy, books this kind of gibberish so you know fuck off see you later lads i presume it's mostly mostly lads um yeah stop being a fucking racist idiot stop being ignorant you dumb whore and for everyone else stop having sex with racists and if that upsets you you know then you're a racist whore uh, people asked, I went strolling some marches. Oh, it was so bad yesterday. I was driving past a protest. It was a Monday, one of the days. And I saw them and I was like, oh, Jesus, they're here. They're by me. They're by the Laugh Factory. <laughs> and I beeped my horn. And oh, to think. I I was like, is this, is this corny? Is this going to make me feel like a fucking idiot? And I beeped my horn in solidarity. And I said, there we go now, you know. I can tell my kids I was on the right side of, of history. I beat my horn in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> Jesus, the, the cringe that went through me as I beat my horn and hung my head as I drove home. 
I've been told that you can't be like if you're out there and you're getting fucking if any if like there's the curfew. We've been grounded. You're stuck indoors. If you're out and about, you can be arrested. Imagine being fucking arrested and deported back to Ireland. They'd be like, what did you do? And I was like, ah, it was five past five in the evening. And I, the curfew was five o'clock. But I was out getting Chipotle. And I came home. And I was walking home four minutes late. And they arrested me. And they, they sent me home. And I won't be going back. They'll say, did you not try and participate? And you'd be like, yeah, you know. Either protest in the streets are you donate some sheets, as my um, Aunt Bernice always used to tell me. So if you're out there and you're like, how do I help start donating money? There's a load of fucking, I'll put a link on my Instagram. Just donate some money. It helps. It, uh, money, donating money has never not helped anyone. If you want to help me ever, donate money. Jesus, the feeling, extra money, dancing. Good to go. Can't protest in the streets, dancing. Donate some money. Beep your <laughs> beep your horn. I do hope they burn down those fucking old cop cars that people drive. I hate them so much. You're driving along and then you're having a great day and then you get that pit in your stomach. You're like, the cops are here. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't really know. And then you realize, geez, it wasn't even a cop. It was just some fucker who bought a cop car. And then your stomach will get tense. And fair enough. Now, fair enough. They're listening there. I do get an APAC <laughs> when I see it. It enhances the stomach. But still, I hope they burn all those old cop cars. And I'll beat my horn in solidarity, you know. And that's the kind of... Um, I'll stop having sex with racists. There's good, some good stuff. Civil War could be around the corner, you know. We're at the point now where, like, who are you going to have sex with? Jesus, like six. Stand by, buddies. They're like, when's the last time you sex? And I was like, I can't remember. Dear listener, we're all going through tough times, you know. Can't remember the last pump. Civil War could be around the corner. Who are you going to pick <laughs> to pump? Imagine you were out at the protests, especially yesterday by the Laugh Factory. I bet you there was like beautiful people all over the place imagine you were down at the protests beautiful people everywhere you're just like hey what's up <laughs> you're just horny and you're like yo black lives matter what are you up to can i get your number you know there had to be dudes there doing that chatting women up trying to get in like jared La- Le- leto jared leto was at it you know some chicks had to have chatted him up. Some dudes had to be like, Jared, I'm not gay, but you know, for you, I'd pump or be pumped. Whatever you want, Jared, you know, let me know. As long as you're not racist, I'm down, I'm down, I'm in. Um, hook me up. Do you want to be my civil war pump? Because if the country goes into a civil war, you know, it's going to be tough to get sex with the curfew, daytime sex, the streets. Does the, it's even tough getting access to someone's house. They'd have to live close by. You can't be driving. The streets are closed off. The Civil War pump. Who are you going to find? Who are you going to get? Start picking. You could pick poorly. You could pick wisely. Out there in the she- out there in the sh- streets, you're chanting. You're protesting. You're alive. You're alive. With your life is finally coming through you. You're out there. No, everyone looks beautiful. They're they're protesting for a great cause, equality, Black Lives Matter. But you're out there and you're looking for your civil war pump. Your your civil war wife. Who who 
and you're knocking on you're wondering people are wearing face masks you're like hmm is that could i should i jared what are you thinking jared's your wingman now he realizes you're looking for the civil war pump too you're walking around you're like hey it's me and jared don't say anything but if you want we're gonna have a little civil war pump party over at his house do you want to come over now you know sometimes you start off in a tangent and um it's not it turns out to be very stupid that's you know sometimes you can embrace the stupidity i tried doing it today i did a tweet the other day i was like i miss waking up wondering where my dick has been <laughs> my buddy was like oh super another tweet about your dick and i was like well no because this one now is really more about life and i tried to convince myself because me waking up wondering where my dick has been that's uh, a sign that i was out living life i was gallivanting i probably had a show i went out after i was having a laugh i was out there living life and it's just sad that those days are over and you know in a larger context the whole world has not woken up in quite a b- in quite a while and wondered where has my dick been it's been very uh dick free living um it's been very you know where your dick has been at all times it's been a clean quiet safe somber dull time and you know you just you you yearn and you itch you itch for another night wondering fuck where was i where was my dick who was she jesus sorry what Ah, i can't remember your name and you know you miss those days simpler days before all the fucking madness and then I tried to explain myself, and my buddy, Chris, said to me, he said, you know, that's very, very fucking stupid. And I said, you know, I won't disagree. <laughs> I won't disagree. Will I say it again? I will. I'll say it on the podcast, because why? You just flew into it, stay, trying to stay safe, trying to not say anything stupid on the podcast. And now you're talking about the Civil War pump going out there on the protest Jared Leto as your wingman and um, you know you come home empty handed you didn't find any civil war pump but at least they arrested all four policemen involved in the murder and that's the main thing happy days still crazy like the police in Ireland I was saying to my Irish buddy too I was like is it me or is there none of that back home like none of the fucking I can't remember any time being like, oh, shit, the police are here. If you're doing nothing, you'd be like, oh, what's up? They'd be like, oh, how's it going, lads? I remember they catch you drinking on the streets, and they'd be like, what's going on here? And you'd be like, oh, nothing. They're like, all right, just hurry up. Pretend I didn't see you, and you just keep drinking, then you go home, or you go to the bar. But here it's different, I suppose, because they have guns here. There's no guns in Ireland. You've got sticks and batons. And my buddy was like, yeah. You'd be a lot braver to do dumb shit if you'd have gone. I wonder if you'd be a bigger prick if you'd have gone. Or are these people just pricks to begin with? You never know. But yeah, having a gun makes you brave as fuck. Having a gun and not being trained how to use it properly? Jesus, it's like um, it's like me and my penis. Another penis joke. And you know that's enough to make me say this should, be, this should end now. I should turn myself down. I should turn myself in. Um, but I'll keep going for a bit more, you know, because I haven't really spoken all day, and now it's coming out in the worst possible ways. I wonder if there's a lot of white guilt on dating apps this week. <laughs> there must be. I asked my buddy, and he's like, you know what? I have been getting more women hitting me up. 
So I hope all my black friends are doing some good pumping. Good pumping. They deserve it, you know. They deserve it. They need the break. They need the equality. Get it in. Get the pump pump. Get that white gill pump. Um, can't be knocked. But yeah. I've had last week too. I've had some girls hit me up and they were like trying to pump pump. And I was like, no, thank you. Hot girls never take rejection well, I feel. Uh, they always call you gay. <laughs> and it's like, you. I'm, re- I'm not rejecting the idea of sex with you. I'm rejecting the idea of the small talk I'll have to endure with you. Don't want to do it. I'm not into it. I can't hack it. If it was just sex, fair enough. Good to go. I'd be down. Sober small talk. You're bad enough. Couldn't do it. Plus, here's the thing too. This is quarantine. This is a problem in my head, at least. Is like how <laughs> you just want to be chilling on your own. Usually after sex, you don't want to have sex and have a girlfriend straight away. But I feel like quarantine. There's like, oh yeah, sure. What are you doing? And then you can't be like, oh, I gotta get to work. Gotta go do some shows. They'll be like, should I stay? And you're like. I prefer sleeping on my own. <laughs> I prefer just hanging out solo usually, you know. Um, and then they were like, "You're a real prick." You'd be like, "Well, I, I tried to tell you. I tried to say that you know, you're just coming over for some sex, some small talk, and you know, some some a good time, good time, you know." But then we part ways, part ways like the Red Sea, and now you're reneging on the deal. You're reneging, and now. It's awkward, and I'm sweating. I'm gonna have to turn up the AC, and I don't want you sleeping over. Is that so hard? <laughs> and you know what? And then I'll say no to sex. That's that's the reason. No to sex because small talk. And I'll, in my head, I'll be like, ah, shit. No joy. No joy. Um, so yeah, feel free if I turned you down for sex, call me gay. It's easier than me telling you the truth. Um, it's like girls here too. I didn't realize in America. This is what my friend told me. I don't know if this is fully true, but um, like whenever a girl in America calls me cute, I'm always like, "Cute? What the fuck is that? That sounds a bit fucking insulting." But apparently in America it means you're you're handsome, which is good to know if true. You can tell me if there's any American women listening. You can tell me is that true? Um, is that does cute in America mean handsome? Because like in Ireland, if a girl was like said, "Ah, oh, he's cute," it would mean, "Ah, uh, look at that little ugly fucker. He's trying his hardest." You know. <laughs> Like a little ugly fucker wearing a suit. You'd be like, ah, look, he looks so cute. Jesus, he looks cute now, doesn't he? Look at that little ugly fuck. He's cute. That's what cute in Ireland, I feel, means. But over here, apparently, he means handsome. And according to my buddy, he's like, women don't want to, they don't want to let you know you're handsome. So they'll just call you cute. (laughs) I'm like, well, all right. I won't be insulted anymore, I suppose. I won't, now I get it. You know, you brick by brick, slowly understanding the American culture could all be wrong. I was always curious. I was like, why are women, why are these shallow women into rich men? And then, I, you know what? I get it. Life is easier. It's better. You're better off. That's why now I'm into rich women. Um, 
I want them like super rich too, super rich, so that nothing's ever an issue. You know, there's never anything. You're never, you're never the prick. That's really the goal. Just not to be a prick. You're not being drained dry. Um. So you know, women, I get it. I find I I get it. You know, I'm a. It's been a, it's been a learning week, figuring out America, Americans, the police, racial issues, the long line of fucking inequality they're dealing with and also America women calling me cute I've been learning a lot learning non-stop um, and I suppose it's been good you know people say do you miss home and I'd be like I saw this thing in Ireland it was a court case last week I think and the court the court judge he ruled that a guy wouldn't go to jail as long as he only drank beer from now on and he didn't drink any spirits <laughs> and it was suggested by the guy's wife apparently when the guy gets when he's boozing and he gets spirits and shots into him he gets rowdy and he's fucking aggressive but if he just sticks to the beer then he's okay and you're like that was the court <laughs> that was the court ruling in ireland and you're like jesus okay <laughs> that's where i come from you know that's the <laughs> that makes the headlines back home whereas america is slightly different even if you've been told one thing it's definitely diff- more different than you thought so do i miss home i miss the simplicity of it all do you remember the days when you could blow out candles i feel like instead of blowing out candles now with the cold covid corona i got the corona test came back negative I was like, yes. And then my buddy's like, nah, it'd be better if you had the antibodies. Because then you wouldn't get it and you could go out and around places. And I was like, ah, fuck. But I feel like from now on, just blowing out candles probably is a thing of the past. Is it? Or people just not care. But how funny would it be <laughs> if you had to suck out every candle? <laughs> You'd blow out every candle by sucking the top of it. <laughs> I tweeted at the amount of people that get very upset easily. They'd be like, hey man, that's gay. <laughs> You're just like, Jesus. Ah, oh, you fucking homophobe. <laughs> oh, I love when dumb idiots reveal themselves quickly. But then again, I am a dumb idiot too. I had to Google the other day, what time was 11.55 a.m.? <laughs> I was like, is that fucking nighttime? Nighttime a.m. or daytime a.m.? Is that noon or midnight? What time is that? Why? Because I'm a dumb idiot. And I suppose there's no better way to end the podcast with a fact that we all know and we all appreciate. And I suppose that we'll all come back to that we're all dumb idiots. But I suppose just be nice to one another. Go out there and say Black Lives Matter and support the cause. Donate money and um, stop being a cunt. Stop being like my Uncle Tony. You know, not everything's about you, you fuck. Um, and go out there and find yourself a war pump. You know, line it up. Line up a good pump. Someone you can tolerate. Someone you're going to have good sex with. And go out there and be happy. All right, go on. Good day. Good, good day. Nice. Go out there and be happy. And then I tell you, good day. Go out there and die. Um if you want to come do a Zoom, I'm doing a Zoom this Saturday. Come booze. They're actually a great laugh. Everyone's loving them. At least that's what they tell me. Um, all right. Goodbye. Good talk. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marquez. Twitter at Trickadoo. Um, that's it. Good talk. Goodbye. Go on. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk.